Guitarathon is the greatest guitar sale on earth, and it's happening now. Get massive savings on a huge selection of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, pedals, and other accessories. Get select Ernie Ball strings, three for ten. Save $100 on a Fender Special Edition Strat, or get a Yamaha Acoustic for just $199. Plus, get special financing on select major brands. Don't miss these incredible deals. Available online and in-store, now through November 1st. Guitarathon, only at Guitar Center. Find your sound. On today's show, we tackle some tough questions facing your Charlotte Hornets heading into the All-Star break. And I put the PhD of All-Star Weekend to the test. I'm going to quiz David on some All-Star trivia. We talk more Hornets before 9 a.m. than most people do all day. You are Locked On Hornets. You are Locked On on Hornets, your daily Charlotte Hornets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Hornets, Charlotte Hornets news and analysis in your podcast feed every day whenever you need it. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at SeatGeek. Use our promo code LOHORNETS to get $20 off your first purchase. I'm Doug Branson, joined by the man, the myth, the legend, David Walker. Good morning, Doug. Happy All-Star Friday. All-Star Friday is here, sponsored by Burger King. <laughs> now we're here. Yeah, it's it's time for the All-Star Weekend. I know that we're a little sad. It feels that weird. Feels it weird. feels weird. We, it was we supposed been, to be here. We should have been, you know, like whining and dining and hitting all these parties. I would have taken just, the entire you know, week off. Hosting and toasting. I yeah. would have burned all my vacation days. Uh, so maybe 2019. But we're still going to talk about the All-Star Game because All-Star Weekend is fun, regardless of the city that it's in. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Head over to iTunes, search Locked On, and find podcasts on the NBA, the NFL, golf, fantasy sports. It's the fastest-growing podcast network in the world. David, we're not the only ones excited about All-Star Weekend. A couple of Hornets excited to be in New Orleans, in the city. They arrived yesterday, and they posted uh, Kimba Walker and Frank Kaminsky Arriving in New Orleans, they posted a, a couple of messages for fans on the Charlotte Hornets Twitter account. Let's take a listen to Kimba's. Hey, what's up, guys? Just got to New Orleans. Excited to be here. Looking forward to the weekend. Looking forward to representing Charlotte. Have a good one. And then Frank Kaminsky. Hey, this is Frank. Just got to New Orleans. Excited to be here. Ready for a fun weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us. Those are great messages, but both of them sounded like uh, what you would leave after an answering machine beep. Right. It sounds. It sounds like. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it sounds. It sounds like. like yeah. It sounds like. If, uh, if leave, you can't remember what an answering machine is, it was a. It was a machine that went into your landline. Now landlines. Let's take a step back. No, landlines, let's not. Doug. Okay. <laughs> no, it sounds like leave your message after the tone. Hey, what's up, guys? Just got from New Orleans. <laughs> Excited to be here. Looking forward to the weekend. Looking forward to representing Charlotte. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Also, I forgot my toothbrush. Uh, if you could bring me one. All right. She, yeah, so one. David, Lee, I, I want you to leave Frank a message, okay? All right, uh, this is Frank Kaminsky. Leave your message after the town. Hey, Frank, what's up, big guy? Have a good time down New Orleans. Don't eat too many beignets. We miss you. Come home soon. All right, I'm going to leave a message for Kimba Walker, okay? Hey, Kimba, got your message. Glad you made it to New Orleans, okay? Uh, Listen, try hard. uh, Do your best. Don't get injured. Don't pull anything in the three-point contest. Looking forward to a a great second half of the season, Kimba. Uh, Call me back. Call me back. 
<laughs> I like that. Call me back. Is that Please. you? I was in the shower. Did you call? Give me a call. We'll talk about it. All right. We're going to talk about All-Star Weekend coming up in a bit. But first, we want to answer... How about let's answer some tough questions. We, we mm. you know, before we get to the fun stuff, we need to answer some tough questions that a lot of people are having on Twitter. They tweet us, they email us. Uh, let's start with the big one. And we sort of hinted at this a little bit in the last show, David. Do you, if you're the Hornets, consider a starting lineup change? Man, this is a tough one, Doug, because there aren't that many options, right? Um, and that's the kind of been the thing all year, so the bench is lacking. But I, at this point, I, I don't see why not, to be honest with you. Um, now, the, the All-Star break is coming up, I guess, at a perfect time. <laughs> I guess any time during a horrible losing streak would be a perfect time for an All-Star break. But um, to me, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out of other options, personally. I've, I've been against breaking the lineup because it's one of the best starting lines in the league as we've seen when they're all healthy right when all these guys are out there so that's why it makes it tough but heck maybe you you know shift an mkg or a marvin to the bench and, and try your hand with jeremy lamb or somebody i don't know yeah that's and it's it's strange that we would even talk about any starting lineup changes because we know a lot of the issues surrounding this team have to do with the bench unit Right. But, but in this conversation we're having, it's not really about like the starting unit needing to get better. It's right. finding that right balance on the team and, and giving that bench unit uh, something a, a little bit more. And so that's why I don't know if a starting lineup change would really affect that because MKG is not going to give that unit uh, a spark offensively. Marvin's struggling to shoot the ball as well. And both MKG and Marvin play a lot with this bench unit. And uh, Well, the thing with MKG, no offensive punch, that's for sure. But that second unit doesn't really need that. They kind of need someone who's going to be an aggressive rebounder, which MKG is, and who's more athletic and who can run the floor. So like all the good things that you like about MKG and, and the way he can attack the basket – that would help. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not a perfect fit either way, right? No, I don't think so. And then, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about Frank playing center more. And I don't know how he does that from the bench because I, I think he would still have to uh, stay backing up Marvin Williams at the at the four position. So, you know, I, I, I don't think that it would be a good option to start him at center over Cody Zeller once Cody gets back because, no. you know... As well as Frank has played offensively, we got a we got an email um, from Randy, and and Randy, uh, it was a great email, long email, and it, it, he loves the show. Uh, but I think he was a little uh, uh, upset. I don't know is the right word, but just he he is looking at some of the on off numbers for Frank over the past seven games, and the team has unquestionably played better when Frank is in the game, and he's had a couple of great performances over these seven games. Uh, but the problem is that. Well. That okay, so it's to me when I say the problems are defensive, I'm also counting rebounding in there with that. And I want to read this from um, from one of the great writers at uh, at thehive.com, uh, Rainus, who says it seems like no matter what combination Coach Clifford will put out there, it will rebound well. The Hornets have played 348 minutes with Kaminsky at center this season and have rebounded 79.8 percent of the available defensive rebounds during that time. Charlotte is at 79.7 as a team, which ranks them second in the league. So, you know, when Frank's in there at center, they rebound on par. However, 
Kaminsky has been responsible for only 17.5% of those available rebounds on such lineups. So it's Jeremy Lamb, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, Nick Batum, and Marvin Williams grabbing a bigger percentage of defensive rebounds this season. And I think that's tough so, on that's tough on your wings. Yeah. Just so I mentioned Lamb, I totally forgot about Frank. Duh. Um, but you think that would be if this if this thing went down, you think that would probably be the logical guy to step up and go in that starting lineup, right? Frank. I mean, he's been playing there, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, to switch Frank and and Marvin and see if you could get something going with Frank Kaminsky and Cody Zeller. I, I think that would be to me. That's the one change you could consider. But again, that puts Frank against the top level fours in the league defensively, and then know, you, get, the you get into those. Thing. You get into those issues. The reason he's been able to play well defensively against some of these centers is because, first of all, they haven't been great offensive centers. DeAndre Jordan and Rudy Gobert are not great offensive centers, and right. it's because he's been able to front them successfully but the whole team has had to to work to keep those guys ineffective it wasn't just it wasn't just frank kaminsky you got to shade guys over you got to help frank more than you have to help cody on defense so uh, it's a tough question though because whatever they if they decide to tinker it's going to have domino effects on, on everything but you know and another thing is do they just consider doing something to get some more shooting in that starting lineup too. Because if you go, okay, even if I put MKG on the bench, it's not going to give that bench unit a scoring punch, but it could give the starting unit in the fourth quarter some some scoring punch late to try to to try to make a comeback because that's what we've seen. This team uh, in, unable to come back after getting down because of the bench's inability to score. Yeah, and this whole Frank thing is so interesting to me because, like, his three-point shooting, I don't, it doesn't matter what position he plays, right? Um, I mean, we're not seeing a big uptick yeah. in his ability to make the three-point shot when he's playing center. I mean, he's had a couple good games here in the last, you know, two out of the last three games shooting over 40%, hitting half the shots in one of those games, three for six. So, I mean, that's good, but, you know, he rounds it out with a 28% and a, and a 0 for 3 night and a, and a 1 for 6 night. So, like, yeah. Hey, you know, hey, David, you know what's even tougher than that question? <laughs> Buying tickets online for sports and concerts. It's okay, been a confusing <laughs> It's been a confusing process for a long time. It's always been hard to find the best deal for that gamer show you want to go to, and the problem is none of those older ticket sites want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets. And it's easier than ever because of this free SeatGeek app. It's the only app I use on my phone uh, to get tickets. I'm still still looking at options. I use, oh, I tell you, I use the SeatGeek app to buy tickets to Mark Marin on Saturday. So I'm going to have to DVR some of the All-Star Weekend. But uh, it was a Valentine's thing. My, my, My producer, Katie, my wife, she loves Mark Marin, so we got to go see him. He's going to be uh, in Charlotte at the Night Theater. So I use my Seeky cool. Cap. It's easy. I've got the tickets right on there. And here's the best part: our listeners get a twenty dollars rebate off their first purchase. To get your twenty dollars rebate on tickets, download the Seeky Cap. Go to the settings tab and click Add a Promo Code. Enter promo code L O Hornets. That's L O Hornets. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOHORNETS today. All right, one more tough question before we get to some all-star talk. This is an interesting question because there's a lot of trade talks surrounding a lot of teams, including the Charlotte Hornets. 
Um, we, we, this is a team that's um, notorious for not leaking anything. So there is no definable information, but a lot of suggestions. The, a lot the of leaks su- are real. The news is fake, though. <laughs> there are a lot of suggestions as to players the Hornets should go after. But the tough question is, at this point, because you heard what Steve Clifford said, there's only one one and a half or two players playing at the level or above the level that they should be playing at this season. So the tough question is, who is trade untouchable on this team right now? Kemba. That's it. Should I keep going? Walker. (laughs) So that's it. Because I think the answer to that question would have been very different at the beginning of this season, right? For sure. For sure. And I I hesitate to roll Cody off of that untouchable list, but that's what this losing streak has has done to me. I mean, because I think Cody is right there because he's made himself into a a legit starting center in the NBA. To his credit, he's he's really played well and, and gotten to that point and fits so well on this team. And that's something we talked about yesterday, just how the pieces fit together here probably better than they would other places. But right now, I mean, if you can upgrade and get another legit, star because that's what i think you're talking about if you're talking about anyone else being available then i think the only guy that you have to lock in is kimba i mean that's tough yeah at the beginning of the season for me it would have been kimba walker nick batum and cody zeller and nick batum because we we all heard that you, you know you don't and i believe this you don't sign a player to a big deal and then move him because that it 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 develops a reputation among your franchise that you um that that's the kind of thing that you do and so players will be less likely to sign that deal with you if they believe that you know that they could be it's 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 not real security you know so mm-hmm. um I, I think that's that's probably still an issue but I agree with you. I think, you know, if they if they are truly serious about making and if they truly believe that they can make a run in these last 26 games, get to the playoffs and make some noise, then Kimball Walker is the only player that is untouchable. Yeah, it's tough, right? I mean, I would have even probably thrown NKG in there at the beginning of the season, although he's kind of the guy that always bounces out there, someone who may have uh, value other places, still young. Um, you know, there's, you don't want to give up on him. Um, but at this point that it's just gotten to the point where you really have to examine everything and you can't, it, it would have to be the right deal, obviously, but, but Kemba should be the only guy right now that you say, um, is off the market. It's official podcasts are where advertisers want to be. More and more people are listening to podcasts every day, and studies show that podcast listeners are some of the most engaged consumers out there. If you have a business or service, consider a sponsorship on Locked on Hornets. Rates are affordable and you'll be supporting the best Hornets talk anywhere. Send an email to buzzbuzz at lockedonhornets.com for more information. Okay, let's move on to some all-star predictions. Well, yeah. well, let's just talk about the all-star game and the all-star weekend first, and then we will end with our predictions. I want to start with a little trivia, David. You are the PhD in all-star knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I want to start with a little game of who am I? So I've got some did-you-know mm-hmm. type of trivia here, and I will read this off, and then you tell me the player that I am. Are no, you this ready? This is current. This is this year. This is current. Oh, this is historic. Okay, it's so not really all-star history, but I won't hold you to that. Go ahead. Well, 
No, this is history. <laughs> there are some history making things in here. Okay. Okay. All right. I thought you mean where you're naming people off this year's roster, or you're naming. Yes, these are players that are on this year's All Star Weekend. Okay. This is events. Show, show prep. This is show prep, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready now. All right. Who am I? I'm looking for my third consecutive MVP award. I'm already the only player to get the award outright in back-to-back years. Russell Westbrook. That is correct. Russell Westbrook, back-to-back years, looking for his third consecutive MVP award. And he will steal the ball from Kevin Durant if he has to to get it. Um, All right, next one. Who am I? I have the highest scoring average in all-star game history. Ooh, man, that is a good one. Highest scoring average in all-star game history. I kind of gave it away saying that it's a current player. Or not gave it away, but made it easier on you. It's not Jordan. It's not Magic. It's not... Uh, Carmelo. It is actually not Carmelo. That's a good answer because he has like the lead in, in the Olympics. But it's actually Kevin Durant, 25.6 points per game. Points per game. Mm. Kevin Durant gets up for the All-Star game. Yeah. Oh, this should be good. Do you think? Do you think this, this, this could be the first time we ever see a teammate and Russell Westbrook try and dunk on a teammate and Kevin Durant? I t- would totally believe it. That, that's the <laughs> most interesting storyline. I mean, this, this has at, to at be the, yeah, weekend. It has to be the most intriguing game from that standpoint. Oh, I can't wait. All right, next uh, final one here. I will be the first player to play in the NBA D League, soon to be G League, and compete in the NBA Slam Dunk Contest in the same season. Oh. Uh, my man uh, uh, from the Phoenix Suns. From the Northern uh, Arizona Suns. <laughs> Derek Jones, Jones Jr. Jones, 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 yes. Jones. Yes, Derek and Jones I, and I, Jr. And I'll tell you what, Doug, I've heard some rumblings. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of hubbub about this dunk contest. Rumblings. But the Flight Brothers, like professional dunkers, are involved. Um and then you got this guy, and then you got the uh, flight, Aaron Gordon. Hopefully, the Flight Brothers are involved. Yeah, they've what been working with. They've been working. They've been working with. With, um, with uh, who's in there? Glenn Robinson Jr. Okay. They've been working with him supposedly. So also, they they stuff, may make an appearance. Well, I think maybe. Hopefully, they've been kind of like giving him some ideas. Right? I don't know. I don't. We don't need any more. Props, like, we don't need any more guests. Yeah, it feels like that feels unfair. You should just dunk on your own merits. Don't hire professional ringers. Well, I think it's just like anything like these guys are getting ideas from guys in practice and shoot around, right? Like, hey, do this, or here's an idea, try this. So hopefully they've just been working with him. Listen, if it's going to make them do some crazy stuff that we've never seen before, except on YouTube or Instagram, uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, just looking at the lineup, though, it, it's, it, it seems like because, you know, the, last year's was so fantastic with Aaron mm-hmm. Gordon and Zach Levine, and Aaron Gordon will be trying to one-up himself, so there may be some issues there. All right, well, we'll get to that in the predictions. Hey, b- before I get to the next thing, are you okay with Carmelo in the All-Star game? Yeah. He, he, replaces, he replaces Kevin Love <clears throat> after the injury, and a lot of people say Bradley Beal from the Washington Wizards should be – should have been the commissioner's selection, right. but instead it goes to Carmelo Anthony. Are you okay with this? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, Carmelo is an all-star, and the Knicks kind of <laughs> – I think he was like, man, the Knicks just need something. I don't know how pumped Carmelo was. He may have had a you know, vacation or something already planned out. But let me ask you this because I was thinking about this, Doug, from this perspective, right? Like Beal, if you look at the total body of work up till right now, 
you, you have a good argument for Beal, but is it unfair to consider that time after, you know, the initial votes were gone in? You know what I mean? Like, Beal really came on as of late. Well, I was going to say, it really highlights the importance of, of November in all-star perceptions. Because right. the Wizards were 6-11 and 11 in November, and, and no one wanted to look at anyone in Washington. And then you look, on the other hand, the uh, Charlotte Hornets were on fire in November on the back of some pretty amazing Kimball Walker performances, and it does affect things. Yeah. So that's interesting. I, I imagine he... I'm okay with Carmelo. Sixth I'm okay in, he with was, it, right? Because it's here's like... the thing. Here's the thing. Sixth in fan... So the fans vote, and... and, yeah. the, and and it has a lot to do with who starts. And then the coaches come in and they fill the rest of the roster based on what they see, their professional opinion. Mm-hmm. And then you have the commissioner who comes in, and I really feel like he is going to represent the fans. Like I, I don't think he's sitting down there like watching hours worth of tape and going, you know, really, uh, Beal. Beal's done some amazing – his advanced stats look great. I think we got to put him in over Carmelo. But forget that. No, and, he's representing yeah. the fans. Carmelo was sixth in fan voting among forwards. And, and and then you don't want to put another guard in. I mean, there's already right. nine guards on this East yeah. team. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's, totally he's a, okay he's with a this. Quote unquote big guy. Yeah, it's fine. So you had LeBron, Giannis, Jimmy Butler, Embiid is out, Love is out. Yanni. So then, Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Hey, five second rounders in this All Star game. Keep those picks. Can you hold on to them? Do you hear that, Rich? Rich. Show <laughs> no. Keep the second rounder. All right. Five second rounders in this all star weekend. Can you name them? Or all star game, excuse me. Can you name them? Jimmy Butler. Eh. Uh, um I saw no. Whiteside wasn't drafted, was he? No. Isaiah Thomas. That's correct. That's one. Avery Bradley. No, no, Lord, God, you're I'm wonderful. Sorry, I'm the, I'm look, I'm just gonna I'm read these. At, I'm looking at the we don't have all day. People gotta listen. People gotta get to work. They're like, come on, dude, let's wrap it up. All right, Mark. No, wait, I was looking at the wrong list. Oh, no, it, look I at a list. It, I got it. I'm looking at the roster. All right. Um, I feel like you're googling. Draymond. That's correct. You got two now. Draymond, Isaiah. And that's it. I don't know. Mark, Marcus All. <laughs> yeah. DeAndre Jordan. Yes. Paul Millsap. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> this marks the first time that at least five All-Stars were either undrafted or drafted in the second round or later. Oh, you said Hassan Whiteside. He's not in the All-Star game. I, I was looking at the wrong list. Sorry. <laughs> what list? I was looking, at the, were I was looking looking, at the voting. Wait, were you looking was, at the Miami Heat rosters? Like, what? I, was looking, I, was looking at, I was looking at the uh, players. You <laughs> no! Are you kidding? How's that happen? Uh, okay. It's Friday. It's All Star break. This is fun. This is fun. This is a fun partying all weekend. It's a fun Friday show. Uh, this marks the first time that at least five All Stars were either undrafted or drafted in the second round or later since the 1989 All Star game. Very cool. Okay, so let's get to some predictions here. First, the skills challenge. We have already taken sides in this. I'm going with uh, Baron Davis and his squad, and you're going with Jason Williams and his squad in this celebrity in the celebrity game. Um, right. I think I said skills challenge. I meant celebrity game. We've already picked yes. our sides in the celebrity game. So yes. uh, what should we do? Are we going with Mark's suggestion on Twitter of, of uh, rapping a Master no. P? No. You don't want to do no. that? No. No one wants that. 
that one wants that. Let's just we'll keep it out there. We'll figure something else out. All right, uh, let's move on to the skills challenge. Let's see. Uh, no Embiid, so Nikola Jokic will replace him in his second season. Jokic is averaging sixteen point three points, eight point nine rebounds, and four point four assists in forty eight games. He ranks sixth in the NBA in field goal percentage at fifty nine, having an excellent season. Um, skills challenge going bigs and littles again. Who do you like in the skills challenge? So the big cat won it last year, I believe, That's representing right. for the big guys. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns. I, and so I'm going to say the the Smallies show some pride this year, and I was going to go with Gordon Hayward because he's a new guy, but I'm going with Isaiah Thomas. I think this this season in MVP talk, MVP talk. I think he comes out and tries. This thing's all about trying hard. So, mm-hmm. like John Wall, historically doesn't zoom through this. No, I'm going to go with Boogie, Boogie has fun with it, but he there's yeah. there's one point that he always sort of gets tripped up. Like last season, he was going against Isaiah Thomas, I think, and he like fumbled the ball out of bounds. And right. so, yeah, I'm crossing Boogie off my list. Anthony Davis is interesting. I could mm-hmm. I could totally get on board with that. Um, I think Jokic will try hard. But I'm going to go small as well because this thing always comes down to the final run and that final three-point shot. So I'm going to go with Devin Booker, my my three-point specialist. I I think he's going to try hard. Um, Got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because he wasn't drafted as high as I think uh, he wanted to be. So I'm going with Devin Booker. Okay, who wins wins the three-point shootout? Are you going out on a limb and picking Kemba? got Eric Gordon, Kyrie Irving, Kyle Lowry, Wesley Matthews, CJ McCollum, Clay Thompson, Kimball Walker, Nick Young. Uh, no, I'm not going to overthink this one. I'm going with Clay Thompson back to back. Oh, me too. I hate to be boring, but yeah, Clay uh, Thompson, he is a Terminator and the rest of these dudes are resistance fighters. I mean, it's it, just, it's too tempting. It, it, he's got the perfect shot for this. He, exactly. That's the thing that people have to understand is he has the robot shot. And the robot mm-hmm. shot is the one that you can replicate over and over and over is the one that wins off these racks. So, yeah, yeah. got to go Clay. He's got go no, Kemba. No, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll be cheering for Kemba, but I think Clay's going to win. And he has no Steph, so he's got, you know, this is probably his, I feel like this is probably his final year, too. If yeah, he doesn't win probably. it this year, then it's probably time to hang it up for Clay. All right, let's move on to the dunk contest. We've got Aaron Gordon returning, We've got DeAndre Jordan. Derek Jones Jr. and of course uh, Glenn Robinson three sticks. Glenn Robinson the third. Who you got? Man, I would have gone Gordon. I can't believe he's still doing this. To be honest, he got a little dinged up. Would you be good with that? I mean, I guess it's okay. But you okay with that? On the magic, Are you good with that? I mean, if he's participating, I, I, there didn't seem to be much hesitancy from anyone to hold him out. But man. Um, I'm going to just go crazy. I'm going to go Derek Jones Jr. There's God, a reason quit. they brought him up. Are you looking at my paper? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going with DJ Jr., not DeAndre Jordan. I think the D-League guy is going to shock the world. He has nothing to lose, everything to gain. I've been watching uh, YouTube videos of him oh, like, yeah. he's, yeah, like he's some oh, like yeah. international prospect that you can't get good footage on. I've been watching Derek Jones Jr. a lot. And it's impressive if he doesn't get nervous, if the That's stage the isn't too big for him. But I think, I think not. We'll I th- know. I think no, dunkers. I, so I think dunkers are confident. It, just don't overthink it. That's the thing. Don't try to do well, something that's so crazy 
that you can't possibly accomplish it? Well, we'll know right off the bat. If he's taken aback by the lights and the celebrities, well, there's and all the kinds scene. of. Hopefully, he's studying the history and, and thinking, like, yeah. um, you know, don't blow it all on the first dunk. That's a big mistake that people make. Um, this dude's this guy's ridiculous. I mean, so if he's not nervous at all, it's going to be tough to beat him with some of the some of the dunks he can pull off. Huge. I think it's going to be a good one. I think Saturday night is going to be fun. Yeah, I wish Giannis would have been in this dunk contest. Well, he's dunking for the free throw line in games now. So <laughs> I know. I think it would have been so awesome. I think this is like the one guy I'm disappointed that did. He was didn't in make it. The wasn't he in it last year? Or didn't make the. Uh, I don't know. Wasn't he in it last year? You're the PhD. I'm gonna say he was. <laughs> Book it. Book it. All right, rising stars challenge. We've got U.S. versus oh, the Lord. world again. The world loses Joel Embiid to injury. But they still have uh, Dante Exum, Buddy Hild, Nikola Jokic, but he who healed. I, healed. Im, Fib, there you go. FIBA, FIBA, <laughs> Giannis, Yanni, uh, Trey Lyles, Emmanuel Muje, Jamal Murray, Christoph Porzingis, Sabonis, Sharich. You yeah. like the world? Or are you, you yes. you're going with the USA? I'm going world. <sighs> this is tough for me. I, I yeah, you got to go world because they have more. I feel like they've got more shooting, and shooting always mm-hmm. wins this thing. And a lot of bigs that can shoot. Plus, Jabari is out. U.S. is a more um, athletic team, though, and I love Brogdon. Brogdon's been so great this year. Brogdon could be the X factor because the geez. rookies the rookies rarely play well in this game, but Brogdon has been playing on such an elite level for the Bucks. Oh man, look at oh jeez, I don't know. So Levine and Parker were both obviously in. They're out. Towns, yeah, Marcus Smart, not really an offensive guy, not really an All Star game guy. Yeah, Alfred U.S. Payton, is, oh, Alfred Payton, Jalil Okafor. <laughs> well, Philadelphia Rodney, hold out Okafor because he's on. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at last. Jeez, I'm all over the place. That was last year's. <laughs> oh my god. Anyhow, sorry. Will Will uh, Philadelphia hold Jalil Okafor out? That's so ridiculous how they're doing. They like they have no. They were they basically held Okafor out to get offers. All right, final prediction: Who wins the All Star Game? Uh, the West. The West, of course. I can't. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. It's the West. Well, the one thing I want to see is the five point guard lineup from the East with Kemba and Kyrie and John Wall and Isaiah Thomas and. Lowry. And if That'd anyone's if anyone would do it, it's going to be your boy Brad Stevens. I think you'll have you gotta do he's, it. He's, you he's have an, to do he, it. He experiments. He's you cerebral. Have to do it. You get in their heads. Now, now Doug, did you know the rule about this? Uh, the All Star coaches? Because I was like, why isn't Ty Lue coaching? You can't do it back the, to back, right? I, I know. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. I've brought no knowledge to this. And I've been looking at the wrong list all day. <laughs> all right. Final, uh, final little bit of news here before we get out of here. Um, Forbes giving their valuations of NBA franchises. The Charlotte Hornets are now worth $780 million. According to those valuations, that ranks them at number 28 in the league. Forbes wrote that the team, quote, took a hit unquote, over the House Bill 2 debacle that prevented the All-Star Weekend from being in Charlotte. The average NBA franchise is worth $1.36 billion. Not a bad racket 
to own an NBA franchise. And, and certainly that $780 million number is far better uh, than when uh, Michael Jordan first took over the franchise when it was mm-hmm. the Charlotte Bobcats. So there you go, David. Yeah, you're making progress, right? Yeah, selling more tickets. I mean, the, the franchise is definitely healthier. Um, the House Bill 2 thing set set it back, of course, because you don't get to show off the franchise to and the city to uh, the rest of the world and the rest of the uh, NBA. Uh, but in uh, this doesn't mean anything news, the New York Knicks were worth $3.3 billion, right. and uh, the Los Angeles Laker- Lakers. Lakers are worth $3 billion. They rank number exactly. two. So, you know, doesn't mean anything in terms of good basketball. No. No. All right, that'll there do it for go. us. That'll do it for us here on the Locked On Hornets show here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. Subscribe to us on iTunes. While you're there, give us a five star review. Help hardcore Hornets fans like yourself find this podcast. Shoot us your Hornets questions and thoughts to buzzbuzz at lockedonhornets.com. We're back next week with more analysis of this All-Star weekend. Plus, we will recap the pre-All-Star Hornets and look ahead to what they could do in this uh, post-All-Star era. Uh, Hey, we're going to be on Fox on Sunday, too, Fox 46. So if you're here local, check us out. We'll be uh, recapping the uh, All-Star Saturday action and previewing the All-Star game on Sunday. For David, I'm Doug. Go Hornets. Go America. Let's swarm Charlotte. Like what you hear? Consider sharing this podcast with other Charlotte Hornets fans. The easiest way? Our new website, LockedOnHornets.com. There you can download the podcast, listen to our latest episodes, and check out Locked on Hornets live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m.